97X. Band the future of rock and roll. To Don Teeny, episode 35. On this special edition, the ladies appear with the Grapes of Rad, mixing the magic of both shows as they harp on religion, dongs, triumph over adversity, and a live Taco Bell taste test. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington, Stephanie Drury. And Aaron Mason. Hey, Grapes. Did you hear the story about the peacock? It's a beautiful tale. Grapes of Rad, show number 169. <laughs> this show will be packed with dongs. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, that is not Aaron or me laughing. No, that's correct. We have two guests in Studio B with us from the Dong Teeny Show. We'll be introducing them momentarily. Yes, very momentarily. I knew if I said the word dong, they would both laugh uncontrollably. <laughs> they have not disappointed. But first, hello, Aaron Mason. Hello, Ben Parsons. How the heck are you? Kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of beeping out that happens this week. Oh. Because I've, I've had a rough week, dude. Ladies, Ben has had it's been a hell of a time. Wait till you hear. I, I will have to tell you a sad, actual story from my life, but we will make up for it with awesome funniness. Yes. It will bring, it will bring your experience crossed. back into balance, including farting jokes in my psychology class. We have a lot of taste testing going on. I'm just throwing that out there. I see foods in front of there me. Is I like that. Various types back. of foods. <laughs> the studio... As well as some Mighty O Donuts, sponsored or no. We don't care. I've said since day one, since day one, that they're the finest donuts in the land. And I'll stick by it, whether or not they're giving me free ones or not. Yeah. My word is my bond. That's right. That's right. That's right. I have two things in this world. My word and my boss. And I don't break either for nobody. I wish I knew what that was. <laughs> it's like Scarface. Oh, it's okay. a bad... I can't do a Tony Montana, apparently. I thought maybe it was... That's my best Pacino. Yeah, it sounds like I'm horking up like a hairball or something, but that's whatever. Let's deal with it. That was really good. Well, hello, ladies. Hello. How are you? We're great. How are you, Dong? Can I? May I? Yeah. Dong very well. Dong very well. Thank you. How are you, Dong? Oh, I'm Dong well, Simone. And how are you, Dong, Ben? Besides shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I want to hear the story. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Are we going there now? First of all, <laughs> the ladies with us, Simone and Steph from the Dontini podcast, Dontini.com. That's right. 
Do you have the new background up? I know there was a lot no, of there was a lot of controversy. Right, we're right. Mm-hmm. right. They've been working through some personal conflict on their show. <laughs> they have they have a funny show. I've been listening to at work lately. I, I like it a lot, and it's it's a little shorter, you know, it, which mm-hmm. is nice for the for those of you who who hate our our length. <laughs> for those of you who find Aaron and me too long, <laughs> um, maybe this is more your size. <laughs> I love it. Um, they they talk about they talk one of the things that they do on uh, that you guys do now that I'm talking to you is talk about Taco Bell stories quite a bit, yes. which I appreciate immensely. <laughs> and they have brought some kind of they brought the new nacho Dorito. Some kind of yes. vile. Oh. Ladies, please explain. Well, we have a segment called Taco Bell News, which because there's always weird shit going on at Taco Bell, but we so, both love it. It was one yeah. of our first points of <laughs> of connection when we became friends. Oh, Supergrass really? and then yeah, Supergrass and then Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. Taco I love Bell. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but still, I know it's fucked, but I still really enjoy it. So yeah, so I started the segment Taco Bell News where I find stuff. But uh, you know, we still like Taco Bell, so we want to report on this. And uh, our listener Tasty. He used to work at Taco Bell, and he informed us about this Dorito shell uh, uh, taco. So that's what we're going to try live for you. Oh man! In a special edition of Taco Bell News, you get to hear four people eating tacos yeah. at one time. Oh, there's like a Dorito. It? Is that a sticker? It's what do they have on the shell? It's, I think it's a cardboard sleeve. Oh, here's your. <laughs> what? It's not enough that it's made of Doritos. It has to be wrapped in an extra just so you layer know it's of Doritos. advertising. No. Nacho cheese Dorito shell. It's got. Oh, I hate everything in the world. <laughs> this this stupid wrapper. It's a cardboard wrapper that's like taco shaped. That okay. it's, that it's that it, the tacos coming. Okay. It's got a QR code on it. It's got a Facebook <laughs> a and QR Twitter code. thing on the side with a connect. Can you get all get out of my face, this, everyone? This Aaron, is it's Taco Bell on the inside, Doritos on the outside. Celebrate oh, awesomeness oh. and scan this code. <laughs> Drink the Kool-Aid, Aaron. I really want to scan it, but I don't want these <laughs> bastards to have a scan In point. In order to get my taco out of its cardboard shell, I have to look at this thing that says, connect with Facebook. Or <laughs> I know! <laughs> it's a little sad. Okay, so while you guys, while you know, you guys was, take your first bite. Well, hold on. I want to describe. Yes. First of all, I want to say, I was watching my neighbor across the street just got a new TV. It's this new big Sony 3D LED. It's like as thin as a piece of paper. It's crazy. And he was searching through his menu, just his TV's menu, just for picture settings and audio settings. And there are advertisements in his TV menu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't go any. You can't go anywhere without just being inundated. This is this is really another level, highest degree. Like I, I mean, they partnered with Doritos. They get together with a company named Doritos. I don't know if I don't know if they share the same parent company, Taco Bell. They've got it. And Doritos, Yum uh, Foods, or Yum something? Foods. I think that incorporates KFC and Long John Silver's oh, along with Taco Bell. Yes. I've been to the I've been to the KFC <laughs> headquarters so in Kentucky. No, you haven't. I have really? so yeah. And, and we went into really? Colonel Sanders' office. They moved the oh. office there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. May to I Colonel ask? Sanders is office. this is that was that like some sort of Americana like? No, I because well, you not being originally from this country. Well, I'm not originally from this country, and I'm also a vegetarian yes so, so it's, it's triply ridiculous but uh no we're really into greg and i are really into old kentucky fried chicken memorabilia we like the old colonel you should the see old their house. house they have yeah, like a gigantic have like, a, like, like a bucket they used to like be on top of a we sign have a, twirling we have around bucket lamp shape. they have it in their living room yeah and he, we, one yeah. of Neil oh hamburger's God. songs is sail away on a three-piece chicken dinner oh yeah <laughs> i love that it's all about kentucky fried chicken 
And oh my god, the next the next Neil Hamburger <laughs> T-shirt is going to be a Taco Bell bucket with the oh yes. Someone yes. photoshopped my face onto a KFC bucket because um, I posted a picture of Lolly tasting my fried chicken and giving it a thumbs up. And so I'll send that to you. Please. But, but I have little Colonel Sanders bolo tie, and I thought that was kind of awesome. So, great. so this is not, this is not, in case, listener, you're wondering, this is not the burrito with, like, Fritos in it or, like, chunks no, no. of Dorito flavor. This is the whole taco shell has been made of Dorito. If they're American, they probably mm. heard that this exists by now. So yours looks way more full. Than, look at this. That's because we got the Supreme. Because we didn't want. Oh, we're not going to even. See. I'm not a vegetarian, and even I won't eat Taco Bell meat. Yeah, which is probably something that we have. So connect- we have beans I, instead I of the, meat. I thought you wouldn't care. Right, here we go. <laughs> this is the, the kind in. of weird thing about Ben's it. not going. But one of us has to remain sober. <laughs> we can't all be on this Taco Bell high together and leave the listener behind. I don't know about this. Oh, I thought. <laughs> This is uh oh. This is not going well. well no, I, you may be completely shocked. But Aaron's chewing and looks worried. The faces that I'm seeing, listener. <laughs> he looks like he just stepped in dog poop barefoot. I feel like I just ate it. Um, I when I so when I started listening to your show, the Don Tini show, one of the things that there was something that kind of bothered me about you making fun of Taco Bell. I was like come on, like poor people, they got to go somewhere. Like I was kind of like, I didn't get it. And I was like, man, they're, they're picking on these guys. Like I go there sometimes. And then when I realized that you actually do like it yeah, because it's awful <laughs> or something like along those lines, like right. they were going there and making fun of it. That's when I kind of converted. That's when I started listening regularly. Thank you. That was a good moment for me. And you're proving it by bringing this. Yeah. Filthy material. <laughs> well, it's, it's everything like, bad it's about orange. Doritos and everything that's bad about Taco Bell in it's, one. Sorry, I like it. Oh, I'm confused by it. it. It goes in waves. You get different flavors. First, you're like, oh, yeah, there's my taco <laughs> filling. And oh, wait, there's Doritos. And then they taste weird together. And then just the shell takes over. And it's like, yeah, yeah, there's just a chip. Oh, it's not even like it's a, a whole good flavor profile. Yeah. Oh. It's, like a, it's a real line. carnival in my mouth. <laughs> Which, uh, are we going hot sauce or mild sauce? I'm going there? fire sauce. Bitches. Fire. There you are. Next level. Oh, yeah. this is... Mm. I'm intense. Mild. I'm going to fold. You're folding. I'm You're folding. folding. <laughs> the you only, I can't do this. I can't do it. eaten like this no on, on here is that double down thing that no we got from yeah. I know. No How dare you disparage the Taco Bell Dorito shell when you ate double down. Oh, he didn't like that either. Oh, I didn't finish it. Didn't, you ate the double down. I tried. Oh, no. I did. Ben did. I, I ate my whole. Ben one. scarfed the whole How thing. Was it? What was it again? It was just it was greasy like... and fatty. It's a it's a cheese and bacon sandwich with sauce. Yeah. And instead of bread, they use two pieces of fried chicken. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horribly gross. It's really the first couple bites are really tasty because KFC. <laughs> I think KFC better than most fast food places. And I might get some Taco Bell arguments here. Have figured out how to tease your brain. They know exactly that eleven herbs and spices are just chemicals that are perfectly balanced to trip those sensors in your brain. That's that, exactly that go, this what is it is. Delicious. And MSG. Like yes, ver- yes, very much MSG. There, it's actually eleven neurotransmitters. Okay, I like spices. it. Okay, but I'm eating like a third of it for some reason. Hmm. Like I just think I'm, I'm done. definitely going to eat the whole thing. But I like thing. it. Okay. If- it can feel weird to eat into a microphone too. Like I, generally, no, I have like maybe because okay. I can hear you eating directly into my ears. <laughs> Doritos crap all over my hands. 
It's not even a good Dorito. <laughs> so like on its own, the shell problem. on its own but, would be a horrible be Dorito. But to the to the you know just to you know give the Dorito a chance, mm-hmm. we are eating these like forty five minutes to an hour True. since they were purchased. The okay. Dorito is a bit soft. Okay. Well, good yes. point. Yes. yes, has a little stale, little stale taste to it. What are you gonna do? So one out of eat mighty O donuts next. That's Aaron's right. giving it thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, thumbs down. Steffi's giving it thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Not an enthusiastic Simone? thumbs up, but it's still uh, up. Yeah, that kind of thumbs up. Can like, I give a thumb on its side? Havesies. Havesies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got the she's, full range. She's, <laughs> Simone You're Caesar, welcome. who has not yet decided. <laughs> You're welcome for the lack of complete lack of information and conclusion on this. <laughs> On this food buying, like, should, I had no idea if I would like it before, and I still don't. We You've officially got the full have range. a yes, you, you no, have an opportunity and a maybe. To find out, Benjamin. God, that's pretty bad. Um, let's see. I have, so, a, I have a bone to pick with these ladies. Oh, yeah. while we're talking about food and oh, tasting, you have, a, you have a boner to pick with. I own. <laughs> that's what we say to each other. Do you really? I have oh, a boner to pick. You guys are the best. <laughs> I dropped my my wedding ring when you said that. By the way. In shock. Is this also, the sad news? Just went, <laughs> for the for the uh, for our regular listener, how funny is it that we finally get some ladies in this place? So it's not this giant sausage fest, and the <laughs> dick jokes actually increase. Get it? <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Um, you guys, I think your latest show, one of the last two, we're talking about genetic the uh, tube steak. Yes, meat. <laughs> Tube and bo- steak, and both is that of you, what you called it? Yeah, well, both test of you were very pro test tube beef. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am not. All right, let's hear it. And I feel like there was nobody there to sort of counter your arguments. That's what the comments section is for, this asshole. Is, <laughs> okay, I'm not on this the internet the anymore. Phone I, got, line. I got fired from Thank the you. internet, so I'm not on it anymore. I still want to ask you about that, but I know we need to continue on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get there. I promise. So, um, can you? Do you want to sum up what basically your statement was about the test tube meat? Test tube beef. You want to sum up your uh, discussion for well, the? Mine for those was who may not my position as a vegetarian. I only don't eat meat because I don't want to hurt animals. I actually loved meat. Mm-hmm. So, if this is meat that came from an animal, and, I mean, it, came, it was made in a lab and no animal was harmed in it, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. So that that was my my position, and, and I think Stephanie kind of you know saw that uh, benefit. I like that. Yes. That, I, I, I'm okay with that. Um, I don't like, I don't like hurting animals either. God, I love eating them, and it's yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's just one of those things. I have to walk around a hypocrite because that's that's just what it is. But I heard you say it's beef. It's just like beef. It'll be beef. It's not just like it's not. It's not the same. And I feel like nobody was there to say that. Well, it is supposed to be. Supposedly, they're, they're taking the tissue and cloning it. So it would so be in real. That sense. Yes, it'd be it'd be real, but a lot of of a lot of what good meat, like you can taste what the animal ate, where, like if it was where it was How brought. How much exercise like it got. So, Yeah, right. Totally, totally. There's, there's. Um, I just had this awesome. Did it smoke steak, menthols? Uh, the other. <laughs> yeah. Did menthol or no? I don't know. How much beer I had to drink that night? <laughs> right. This lamb. Let me see. Cool soft packs. That's right. what I enjoy. Yeah. Yes. The one hundreds. Yeah. The one hundreds. Yeah. It's an African American mm-hmm. lamb. You know, I totally. I totally... Who's the black sheep? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Big Zoe, this guy right here. Sorry, listener. Visual joke. Big Zoe. This is Big Zoe. I love Big Zoe stories. Big Zoe. Um, I used to be. I used to live in Florida, and I was a landscaper when I lived in Florida. It was pretty much the worst thing in the world. 
And this is Big Zoe. It sounds Zoe. like a setup for a joke. It does. Back no. when I was landscaping in Florida. Big Zoe. I hated everything about my day. I worked with a drunk man. Yeah. This is Big Zoe. Big Zoe is pretty consistently intoxicated. Like you do. I do like his Packers hat, though. Good job, Zoe. Anyway, um... I forget why I brought up Big Zoe. Oh, he loved Cools. There you go. Oh, those, right. those were his. So you would expect to taste Cools if you ever ate Big Zoe. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so what, I guess that, so. what you're saying about the flavors coming in, I totally agree with that. But I, th- I think everyday run-of-the-mill meat eating that people do, they're not right. knowing the sauce. Like in a hamburger, meat. for yeah. example. Where the fuck does that? Yeah, I mean, that's some, true. Yeah. So I'd say for day-to-day use, if you want to go out and treat yourself. And go and get your special grass-fed menthol-smoking cow <laughs> meat. Then, then go get that. Now. But for day-to-day, like, I'm just making burgers. Mm-hmm. Get the potato meat, I say. Uh, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. A way that you can there get that go. flavor without paying the extra cost for the smoking, the menthol-smoking cow is to actually just toss a couple in the in the coals if you're cooking at home. You can just buy a pack. <laughs> yeah. I like to use the alder charcoal. <laughs> yeah. And then just toss in a couple. And a couple of, Newports. Right. <laughs> We're good. Couple Newports in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you put in Virginia Slims, it would make it like a diet burger. <laughs> it sh- yeah, it shrinks this, the. Shrinks this count male or female? <laughs> I need to know. Out. Virginia Slims. <laughs> ben, would you like to? Would you like to talk about? I, I don't even know. Like. We, I was telling my wife today, mm-hmm. we've talked about some really sad things on the show, but they were, they're usually kind of funny or they usually happen to somebody like, this is a really, this is really fucked up. We have, okay. That's so cue the sad music. Me, since I'm editing this show, <laughs> Oh, I just behind the curtain, I just saw behind the Fourth curtain. Wall. Fourth wall. Like it didn't happen. <laughs> I, we have been saving up. Like we need two cars in our family because my wife's a midwife. So lots of times she has to leave at a, unpredictably. If she's on call, she has to go to a birth. And then, like, if I have to go to school, there's no way for me to take my kid somewhere to hang out while I'm in school. It's just very complicated with only one car. But for the last, I don't know, four or five months or something, we've had one, just my truck. My kids have been, like, cr- climbing and, like, squishing themselves into the little jump seats in the back. <clears throat> so we could save up enough money to buy a car cash. Uh, be, you know, so we didn't have to make the payment. So I was talking mm-hmm, about trying mm-hmm. to do this on Craigslist and how hard it is and stuff last week. We found this car that's the ex- exact one that we wanted. Test, dra- test drove it. It wasn't. It had some problems. Found another one, the exact right one. Test drove it. It was awesome. Like, everything looked great. We bought it. And then my wife was taking it to get the emissions uh, checked. <laughs> and it started leaking radiator fluid. And we we're like, like, maybe it's just the radiator. Like, we're buying a used car. We'll keep a couple uh, hundred bucks in savings just, to, you know, because something's going to break. Right, it, sure. In the first year, something's going to break. It's an older car. It's like a 2000, you know. It's the exact one she wanted. I've been saving up for a year. This happens, and we're like, maybe we should take a closer look at the paperwork that they gave us. <laughs> the title's clean. The but, VIN was scratched off. But we're like, yeah. oh, the seller signed this like a few months ago. That's weird. And the signature doesn't look exactly right. And then like everything just unraveled. And we're like, oh my God, like we've been completely 
defrauded by these people. Like, these guys are running a scam. And this is something I'd never even heard of called, like, curb stoning, where they buy a car that that is just completely done, and then they kind of, like, just patch it up enough that it'll run fine for a couple days, knowing that it's fucked, and, like... Get like just set it up exactly so that you can't get a hold of them. Like we have the guy's number. He met us at a grocery store. Like it's not weird to meet people on that you meet on Craigslist at a third location right. because like people on Craigslist are weirdos, right? Like okay, yeah, he wants to, no problem. Like so, like we're talking to the Seattle police about this. They came to our house. We got a hold of the guy who sold it originally. He's like, oh man, I feel so bad. That car was so shot. I sold it for $500. We bought it for $4,700. Like, it's just sitting in in front of my house looking awesome. We can't drive it because it's broken. It's just sitting there flipping us off. It's like I get up every morning and this douchebag is in my front yard, sort of. Like, yeah, right. No, literally. He really is. Like the worst way you could it's possibly been be. such a bummer. Like all the money's gone, and now we're back to having one car. Like my kids loved it. Like they were like, "This is so." Like they thought any car that you rode in where there was an actual back seat was the best thing ever. Aww. Like they're still pretty tiny, but they have to squish in there, you know. That's my truck right there. If you want to know what I'm talking about, it's got the little like extended cab thing, and oh, yeah. the kid has to, you know. I remember when you bought that on Craigslist and talked about Yeah, that went great. I got 20s. 20-inch rims? got 20s out. (laughs) So we have just been, like, trying to figure out how to deal with this. Mel feels really like she screwed up because she's the one who actually gave the guy the money. Oh, Like, she feels like she did something wrong, and I'm, like, trying to say... This is just a thing. Like these guys, like these guys are doing this all the time. They, yep. The more we're finding out about it, it's like the there's a team of dudes who go and just do these little things. Like they get all the dashboard warning lights to turn off somehow. Right. And then like right away, you know, stuff starts breaking and they all turn back on again. So I decided if I if I ever run into this guy, mm-hmm. what will I do? And. I, <laughs> I, I thought a lot about it, and I want to just run this by you guys. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to TP his house. <laughs> I will help you. Yes. That's, I mean, that seems fair, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah that's, no, that's equal retaliation. It's, sure. It's the least you can do. You, you guys know what TP his house is code for, right? Uh-oh. Toilet paper, it's right? It's code for rape him with a three-inch hole saw. Now that sounds about right. Yeah, that'll help that sounds good. And just leave leave it turning inside of his body. Man. <laughs> like like tape the trigger down mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just walk yeah, away. Yeah, you want to do that. Yeah. That oh. that sounds more appropriate. <laughs> Dude. So, I'm all for it. We should, be the grapes, we should be the grapes of sad. The gra- <laughs> Last week I got fired. I know. This dude. week you got bamboozled. So, so I'm like I don't I can't talk this is such a bummer. I can't talk like I don't I don't know what we're going to do. Like, yeah. we're, so our, we're back to like our friends leaving town for a week. We're going to borrow her car for a week. Yeah. Like, oh, good. We'll be, Mel, you know, we'll be able to, cause I'm, I'm working and I'm going to school and like, right. I can't tell this story without at least some other good things to go with it. So one of them is that I wanted to thank you guys because we have been on the iTunes chart oh, all yeah. week. Yeah. And that was really fun. Like we hardly ever get on there. And this, this week we got up to um, number 81, which is like way up 
there yeah. for us. Like yeah. that's up in the, like the real, you know, <laughs> real show zone. <so. laughs> that was pretty awesome. Us and a bunch of people that make money doing this. And, right. Like yeah. <laughs> we we actually pay our sponsor to talk about their donuts. Six dollars. I don't know if you got those. That, oh, yeah. that, that might in? chase your taco well. Go. So um, there's that. And then the other thing uh, that I feel like brings it back into balance. Oh, French toast. Yes, we spent $4,700 on a broken car. On the other hand, my psych class met in the computer lab this week. And the chair that I was in <laughs> sounded like super long old man farts. <laughs> so, So, like, I sit down and I'm like... I just rotate a little bit. It's one of those ones with wheels, but you can, ro- you know, and I rotate and it's just like. Wow. And so what I started doing is I would just wait until it would get quiet. It was during a test. <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> and like the people around me start laughing. There's this Japanese girl behind me. She is fairly conservative, like hardcore student, sure. kind of the stereotype, whatever you, you think about that. Every time I do it, she laughs. We're taking a test. It's completely silent. And you hear... <laughs> so, so I'm I pretending... Her, her flat hands up above the mouth. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. That's very offensive, Aaron. Well. No. <laughs> says Simone. What's that supposed to mean? You could really Simone draw is, it out. Is, Simone uh, walks the line. Oh, okay. I think very well. No, oh, she does. She's not afraid to be offensive <laughs> herself. Like my teacher at the end of the test, she she walks up to the front. Your podcast is named after a penis joke. <laughs> what what are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying I love it. Okay, thank you. Sorry, bud. And I'm not offended, people. We'll get to that. Oh yeah, we will. <laughs> I'm facing completely perpendicular to the front of the class because we're in this computer lab. So she comes up and starts talking after the test is over, and I slowly turn mm-hmm. to face her, and it's just like. I'm drawing it out as long as I can. I make eye contact with her and I keep doing it. And everyone is pretty much stopped and looking. Like, and she goes, "Is that your chair?" Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, uh, do you think most of the people think that that is really you, or does everyone know it's the chair? I what, think half of them didn't really know what was going on, but the people around me, it was like, it was so funny. It was just like a laugh button. Like, I could just be like, and a, I would see a couple heads go, like, it was a pretty realistic. That's awesome. You know, it wasn't like a whoopee cushion kind of noise. It was like mm-hmm. the kind where you're trying to hold it in in church. Uh, and like, you're sitting yeah. on the wooden pew, you know, and you're like. So it's like the balloon when you out. let out the. Kind of a creaking. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my best balloon I, That's noise. all I needed, basically, to get over the. Uh, I would have to make <laughs> the fact that I basically had thousands of dollars stolen from me uh, this week. Man, it's what did the so police hard. say? They so we haven't talked to the detective yet, but the guy that they sent out was like a nine one one response guy, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking. Like, I've never heard of this. I just like I'm used to people car, you know, getting their cars stolen. Like, I've never. So Mel was like, here's what <laughs> they do this and this and this. Tell them about He's the like, tickets. Okay. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> so, oh no. So, <laughs> so it's parked in front of my house. It has expired tabs. It got a ticket the day that the cop was coming to talk to us. Expired tabs because he can't get tabs because it won't pass inspection because yeah. it's a piece. The cop's like, you got a ticket in front of 
being parked in front of, like, in, in your house. Like, if it had been in our driveway, they couldn't do it. But it's uh-huh. in front of our house. Next day, another ticket. <gasps> the cop looks it up. He goes, there are a lot of tickets on this car. Oh, oh no. So he's going, what, you know, he's kind of talking to my wife. Mel, what are you guys going to do? And she's like... Well, we're not on the title, so we're going to roll it down a hill. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm, I'm, she's like, I'm going to push it out into the street and just let the police come get it because it's not my car. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I don't. And she just kind of was like, no. We're not putting more money into getting it into our name. No. Like, that will cost us right. more money. So I'm just going to park it somewhere, put the hazards on, and like... And set that bitch on fire. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I really... Let's talk about Mel I really way. wanted to go out and just smash... <laughs> it was an honor killing. <laughs> that was the other sad thing that happened this week. I had to kill my wife because somebody raped her. <laughs> That's Mel, religion. if you're listening, it's, it's not tough. your fault. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, yeah, not at all. I mean, she, listen. She, it's, this dude came into my house, watched her count out stacks of $100 bills in you front of my kids. You had two little girls. My kids are standing there like, this is awesome. And I'm like, I want them to see that moms do stuff like this. You right. know, like, we're all into right. that. Like, nope. God. So for next time, do you you'll do the take it and get an inspection? I watch a lot of people's court, and it's a common <laughs> common problem. Yes. I bought this car, and you know, yeah. you know, two days later it broke down. It's like you bought it as is. Right. Yeah, you got to do an inspection. Oh. Take right. an inspection. So if it had, if there had been like the amount of stuff that we've had to learn, like if I'm driving down the freeway and I see a Saab station wagon and it shifts and black smoke comes out of the exhaust, I go, oh, that guy's turbo is going out. I wouldn't want to buy that. Like, that's how much shit we know about these cars. Like, right, right. there were no sign, there were none of the things that we had, this list of things that we were looking for. It's like, wow. there's no reason to take it to a mechanic. Wow. She test drove it hardcore. Like, she drove it around pretty tough. And with, you know, nothing, nothing. So. I hope karma's real. That's the thing. I'm like, I, I don't want him to be dead because I don't believe in hell. Yeah. (laughs) issues right. as an atheist is I, I don't care about going to heaven i just want there to be hell I know, I know i know i know right so yeah it's, it's the only thing that's fair right right it's all i can hope for uh, anyway <laughs> dude what a pile i'm so sorry about that you got fired and i bought a horrible car <laughs> what did you get fired for Aaron? i don't know not wearing enough pieces of flair oh, oh <laughs> god i'm so sorry yeah it probably yeah. was, right? Like, no, you weren't enthusiastic yeah, couldn't. enough. You we, were... um, I won't go super into it. We just talked about it on like the last, we just put up a show the other day okay. about it. So, but yeah, basically they, they, um, I wouldn't roll over and do whatever they told me. And I, <laughs> and I stood up for people that they took advantage of because they do very, very badly over there. And, um, and they, it's an they internet got sweatshop. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. What it's are you going to do now? I mean, it's that was like situation. the dream job. Uh, it was if they'd have paid me anything <laughs> oh. or let me do anything. Yeah, ten dollars an hour. I worked oh, there. I worked there for two honey. years. I got one raise when everybody got raises because they were the minimum wage went up or whatever. And then anytime I ever asked for a raise, they they would respond with, "Well, we only want people working here who want to be here." Oh. So 
such shit. Oh, it's super manipulative. It's super. They, I mean, when I say they take advantage of good people who work there, they really do. And most people, you know, it's the internet, so most people are like passive. They, everybody just wants to avoid conflict. I just want to put my head down and do what I want to do. And I feel really, I feel something for those people. Like that's that's a shame. Like they're just they're just getting stepped on and nobody's saying anything. So well, the owner I did is over Korean. the course of you know whatever, but uh, over a couple months and they. <laughs> I've seen I've seen them North do it Korean. before, so I kind of ex- kind of expected it, but you never really expected it. Didn't yeah. Expect it, and not, you know. It would be fine if you were 18 and you were right. like, "I need some experience. This is the type of work I want to do." Right. You work there for a year, put it on your resume, and go get a real job. Like yeah. that's fine. And they they also said they um they they don't know what to do with me. They're like the company's the company's <laughs> well, changing the company's changing and roles you know roles are changing and we just don't we don't know what we could do with you. Mm. And I'm just like, anything! <laughs> really? Give me anything, really? and I'll do it better than the people that are doing it right now. Oh. And they're like, see that? That's that's why we can't have you working here. Why did you say that? <laughs> so, and I just mean the video people, because the video guys. He rage, we, like employees rage quit after I like, like people, it's not a really? good scene. Really? They rage oh, yeah. quit? Oh yeah. In your honor? Uh, not in my honor, but for, for very similar, <laughs> thinking, very similar reasons. They were thinking. They were rage, not raging yeah. at what had happened to you. Yeah, that's, no, that's right. <laughs> this is, so my only... The he only had a broken thing. Who? <laughs> the guy. The guy that quit after me had a broken leg. Like they they asked him to do ridiculous stuff, and he was uh, he was like a video editor. Did that interview with his ability to storm out of the office? Yeah, and so he was just like he was basically like fuck you guys, I'm leaving, and hobbled out. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Wow. But yeah. That's that's what happened. It's like when you get up from a conversation, you're in a, you're in an argument with someone, and then you realize that you left your keys, and you have to. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, it's uh, like that Mitch Hedberg joke where you get in a fight while you're camping, and you have to zip up the flap. <laughs> and you're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, sincerely, mm-hmm. the only defense I have against the shitty things like this that happen is to make stuff like. Mm-hmm. Like that painting that I sold, that was super helpful. And like, you guys make the show. You got Steph's got a website, Stuff Christian Culture Likes. Like, you make art or music or jokes or whatever. And like, if you just keep doing that, I think you'll make mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you keep doing that and don't get addicted to anything, you'll be okay. <laughs> like those right. are my. Then that's that's my to creating things. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So watch out for that. I'm going through, I'm going through creativity withdrawal. <laughs> well, like David and I had this conversation the other day because he, um, his movie just came out about the documentary about his right. blackjack team. So that's, right. that's kind of exciting because yesterday called- was number four. It's called Holy Rollers. And um, I'm on screen for like three seconds. And so I'm getting my SAG card. I'm just kidding. I'm not. But um, so so it's like number four on iTunes. And that's exciting. And, and today mm-hmm. there's a New York Times article with, where, you know, he was interviewed for it. And so stuff like that's happening. Oh, and he's going to be on the front page of yet? CNN tomorrow. Yes, really? I think it is. Is it? Oh, not on Netflix. It's not out on Netflix for another month. But I told David we want page of CNN. Yeah, tomorrow. So he's very excited about this, but because he wants cool. it to feed a book deal for him because mm-hmm. he's writing his amazing stories. And I married him because of his writing. So I think he has like amazing potential. Oh, he's fantastic. Stuff like that. So, yeah. but, but I were, so we we're talking about this because he's like, what if this doesn't pan out? Like basically he's jobless right now because his blackjack team has folded because there's a documentary out and they have no way of being incognito anymore. Cause he's I getting, never thought about that. Yes, exactly. Oh, really? I've always thought about that. Yeah, yeah me too. that was. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he has no way. I thought he was quitting. This is why I have no money. Yes. <laughs> I don't think about this. <laughs> That's not why. Because <laughs> smart people like David don't have jobs right now. But so he, we're talking about like trying to make money being creative. And, and I was saying, yeah, I have, I've had this job, like it's total left brain desk job, cubicle thing for 13 years. That is oh, the man. opposite of creative. Mm-hmm. And like to balance it, to survive. Like I have my website. I have friends that i mm-hmm. just i need to talk all day i need to tweet and and, and release release and so <laughs> I, I see it totally i was like telling david i'm like i wish that i could totally make money being 100 creative and yeah. you know the very lucky few can right but i think that the alternative is like find a desk job and then do your writing on the side as much as you can yeah, yeah. i don't know if you can find the energy to do that that's great so yeah. that's why I'm, I'm keeping my four days a week because i think if i didn't have a three-day weekend I, I i could do nothing my life would just be going to work and sleeping and that yeah because yeah that's the worst yeah. something has to give right yeah you can't have a full time you can't have a 40 50 hour a week job if you're gonna try to do other stuff that takes yeah. actual time and be married or have kids or oh whatever the other thing is that you're doing. And you feel like you feel like, oh, I'm copping out. I can't hack it. But it's like, no, it's important to me to be able to do that stuff. And if I can't do it doing full time, then I just can't. And I don't think that makes me a, a bad person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, it probably makes you a better person. Thank like, you. I, I think <laughs> if. Yeah, I see that as a real strength, like going. Not everybody has that option to be able to like say I'm not going to work full time. Yeah. Like the only job I can do, they're like either you're here ten hours a day, you know. Yeah. But if you have one where you can go, actually, I'm going to scale it back a little bit or keep it off a little bit. I know I. <laughs> just checking. Sorry, Sorry. No, I'll, that's pre- I'll pretend like nothing just happened. Good. <laughs> um, wait, I'm talking about it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Editing. Somebody's, somebody's phone is going. Yeah. Clean that up post. Adam Carolla always says that. If you can say, I'm going to make a little bit less money and keep my soul. Yes. Right. That's exactly yeah. it. Like, yeah, totally. And, it's, and, and, and if you if you can get a job that actually makes it easier for you to do your creative stuff, too. Like, um, that's one thing that being in school has been good for. Like, the farting chair story. I wouldn't, you know, like, if nothing else. Like, I may not right. be able to get a job when I finally right. get my degree. But at least. But I can make a chair fart like a son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Yes, dude. You got to find the joy. Listen, you got to find the joys. It's about, and I think, I feel like too many times, this is what I'm trying to figure out right now in my life, in my existence on this planet. Where, where do, where should priority lie? What gets more priority than other things? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like when I wake up, I have X amount of energy to spend that day. And if I don't spend it all, I get, I hate myself. But you you have to you have to figure out what gets what gets your energy and what doesn't. So if you have like if you have a job where you're working 50 hours a week and you hate it and it sucks, like that's probably going to suck all the energy out of you and you might not have any left to do something else, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And so just trying to figure out where what things are important, what things aren't aren't. And also, um, what's the point of working that much if you. Like then you're your shell of a person. Yeah, that for money. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. just to exist, to keep existing, to keep doing that. Yeah, and and, and that's not what I what I want to be doing. I want to have that to subsidize my yes. interests. Yes. Yeah. So I'd rather struggle a little and, and yes, because uh, you can't make anything good without the struggle. I think that tension yeah, that, is... and that that enhances it too. Anything yeah. you're gonna any of the output. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't like the saving it up for a vacation thing either. Like no. some people even were like, okay, I had to just put my head down for six months, but then I got my two week and I'm like, yeah, no, really? Like, right. Let's break that up into little pieces per week. Right. Like, right. I would rather just have one hour of awesomeness per week than yeah. a two week vacation. You just quoted steel magnolias. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> I would yeah. rather have that 15 minutes with of wonderful magnolia. than a lifetime of nothing special. <laughs> that is not what I just said. <laughs> This is, is why we have, this is why we have ladies in right now. This is You're why not we're, get this is why we're never having ribbons. ladies in. Again. <laughs> I don't Dongs. blame you. Can we Dongs. talk? <laughs> Dong. What's brown and sounds like a bell? Dong. <laughs> Actually, it's dung, but then that doesn't work. Dung sounds like a bell. Dung. What's brown and sounds like it's a it's a Monty Python joke. Oh. What's brown and sounds like a bell? Who's Monty Python? Dung. <laughs> Uh, what's brown and sounds like a bell? I beg your pardon? What's brown and sounds like a bell? <laughs> Dung. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one, that one. I like that one. Yeah, it won't keep you long. Are you suggesting that coconuts migrate? <laughs> yes. Maybe. Can we talk about the ladies, by the way, while they're here? I want to get. I want. We we mentioned a little you mean bit in general, or these two ladies, <laughs> these these particular. Because in general, Shining the ladies examples. are awesome. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Right. Where would we be without the tits. ladies? Nowhere. Yeah. Tits. I mean, <laughs> thumbs up. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna say it, mm-hmm. but tits are good. It's pretty much what I, I was going that, for. I read something. I don't know if this is scientitious, but <laughs> they. I, I read somewhere that they think that uh, breasts are basically front ass mm-hmm. that it was like an evolutionary thing that I've we heard that but that just makes it so unappealing does it yeah i i just ignore him when he says that <laughs> oh. no they're not they're the one thing that god did that's the only thing that i still believe in god about <laughs> so with the front ass thing is that supposed to be that it's uh because men are interested in in Butts and, and, and mm-hmm. looking at that for, for, for reproductive purposes. Primitively. So making them look at the front because now there's a butt in front. Is that the concept? Primitively, butts. primitively I think we, uh, I think we, you know, we just used to, the caveman style would just like run up on whatever and I guess do- doggy style, caveman style, style probably pretty, yeah, yeah, right. Not in the butt. Um, or in the butt. No, I think, he, style. I think he's pretty down with the butt. But, <laughs> see what I did there? Um, it's all going to come out. As we as we sort of progressed, as we became less beast and more like cerebral, and developed these like maybe these more like emotional things, and there was more going on, and we kind of worked in we kind of worked into this whole like now we're going to procreate facing each other, mm-hmm. and I think to encourage that um, there had to be some sort of remember this thing that you like to get all up on like we we put one on the front now. Well, Aaron, and, uh, Aaron, I know you have no kids, but you know that that there's milk produced from those and those feed children, right? Oh, yes. No, yeah. Listen, I get that. I get that. Not that they didn't exist before. Correct. But maybe they right. were, maybe they've become uh, magnified via evolution. But then why doesn't everyone have giant tits? Yeah. Because God doesn't exist. But, <laughs> and we're back. Right. The, pro- the problem with, the problem with uh, if we can continue with the Asian stereotyping, the problem with Aaron's theory is the, the billion people in China. There's a lot of them. And they well, a lot of small tits. Yeah. Why? Well, again, I'm no nice scientist. Just pause, and you can fill it in because then I don't sound like no, a dick. You don't. <laughs> Anytime I make eye contact with you, just yeah, say something uh, about breasts. Yeah, just throw to me. So Steph, Steph's been on the show a bunch. We love having you. <laughs> it's twice. true. People I think know that. <laughs> twice. That's it. No, yeah, this no. is number three. Three. 
You did. You did a. You did a, a religion bunch. show with this. I did a long time ago. Did you not want the people to know about that one? Yeah, Are but it's not, I'm just saying it's not a bunch. More than anybody else. Okay, yeah. then thank you. We never yeah. had It's a here. new record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah thank you. Certain. So our listeners are probably familiar with you. A bunch of them probably came over because you were on. Uh, hey, what's yeah, up, hey, guys? Y'all. Stuff Christian Culture Likes. <laughs> uh-huh. .com. There's also the uh, It's Grooving on Facebook. You're all up in that. Yeah. Yes. That's where all the action mainly is lately. Married to David Drury, author, blackjack player, documentary <laughs> subject. Musician. I got to ask Musician. you a question yes. about that Tennis later, pro. Too. Etc. Yeah, he's been on the show. He has absolutely tall person. He's very tall, quite tall, six five. Mm-hmm. 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 See, I'm good at that. <laughs> Simone Turkington, yes, co-host of the Dongtini podcast. <laughs> tiki, what now? Angry at Tiki. The Angry Tiki. The Angry Tiki. Dot com. Yes. Very stylish, Simone. I. I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys have Quite. seen Simone. Very put together. Very well put together. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> That's what There's I'm going pink for. in the hair. I like the I like the aesthetic you have going on. Mm-hmm. I'm alright. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good deal. <laughs> like Tom Like is all of a sudden yeah, like this is, looking this, at yeah, her. This, yeah, this is what happens. What are you gonna do? <laughs> you Tom Likas. Oh my like god. Him? I don't even get I don't even know who he is. I think he's on the radio. Tom Likas. He's just a dirty old man. Yeah. <laughs> he has a podcast now. He's oh, does he? You well, would really him. like it. <laughs> oh. I would really like yes, listening to the dirty old man. Radio for guys. <laughs> uh Simone. What do you, I mean, what do we want to say? I uh, don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you're here. Thank you. Yes. You're up from LA. You guys normally do your show remote style because Simone lives in Los Angeles yes, and Stephanie's yes. up here. And well, she's uh, up here up... for work actually this weekend. What are oh, you nice. doing? Because <laughs> you talk about your job. She's... Oh yeah. I work, uh, I work for a, for a fabric company. So we do a trade show ah. and uh, yeah, I get to travel and appear on podcasts to yes. thank my company. <laughs> You're getting paid to be here. I'm getting paid to be. I'm the only one who's getting paid to be here. Nice work. (laughs) She's staying at the Ace. They're putting her up at the Ace Hotel, which is. I'm getting paid for a full eight-hour day while I'm sitting here. (laughs) That's the best thing you're totally doing. And we're going to go to Mama's later in the day, but uh, living the dream. Yes, Mm kind of is. And she travels like crazy a lot of the time because her husband travels. Mm -hmm. He's a comedian. Another, he he was sort of another point of connection too because you were surprised that I'd ever heard of him. Yes. And I'm like, I love you Neil can, Hamburger. Yes. Can I say his name? Yes, okay. you can say his name. I, she's like, <laughs> yeah, I never know. I never know about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. First thing people she know, was, but yeah, yeah. we won't go mm-hmm. into details. When, when we were first getting to know each other, it's been like six years now, I think. But yes. you were saying, I'm going to um, England for Christmas and because uh, my husband's opening for Tenacious D. Yes. And I was like, oh, what band is he in? Wouldn't that be crazy if it was a band that I really liked? And and you, oh no, he's he's not in the band. He's he's a comedian. You probably never heard of him. He tries to be bad. He's this comedian called Neil Hamburger. And I was like, shut up. You're married to Neil Hamburger. I love Neil Hamburger. Yes, so. that's pretty amazing. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that was very fun. It helps. It's but it's worse when you tell someone and they, their face goes blank, and then you have to keep explaining. Yeah, well, and then cool you have move. to be nervous whenever you take a friend to a right? Neil yeah. Hamburger show oh, because the anxiety I have. I mean, I'm prone to oh. anxiety. She's so anyway. sensitive and but yeah, cares about I, people's I, feelings. I, you know, depending on the person and how much I want them to like me, I I will pace and have stomach aches for. Wow. The, the day of not because i'm ashamed of what he does but just because you know yeah i, I yeah. want them to like me <laughs> you care a lot yeah right. and, but that, that, i have i have had people go to the show and it's like the show's over and then they're like okay well yeah we'll see you next time oh, and no. whatever and you're just like oh god uh, <laughs> yeah. exactly what i am afraid dang of. <laughs> yeah, but, you know i just keep not talking <laughs> <laughs> 
his podcast as well that he I guess he oh really, you mean greg turkington's i like podcast. greg turkington's podcast excuse me i figured since he had the same last name as you i just drew yes, that connection yes. is that accurate? fantastic what is it Strange 30 second movie review on cinema with tim heidecker tim of tim and eric yeah um is he officially a co i know there was a lot of mm-hmm. no greg drama. Oh, greg is the guest he's just a guest he's a guest yeah every and i love week that every week guest. he's a guest i didn't know that mm-hmm. um it's very short two or three minute film reviews they're very um well prepared they're very um astute yes very <laughs> specific about their review. Like, dude it's the best thing in the world it's the best it's it three- is the best thing in the world if you want to know what format a movie came out on th- yes. that's the podcast to listen to. <laughs> it's, it's, three, it's literally three minutes of like that uh that's a great movie yeah yeah the um the sound was really good in it. Oh, no. Yes, I think it's, you can get that on a VHS and yeah. DVD. Yeah, they reshoot it on DVD. Yeah, and yeah I bet you. Oh, that's you all the time we have. Maybe even see it on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it really so it's is like the when I talk about movies, but, yeah. but I'm actually trying. Like, right. That guy was in it. On, on cinema. And that lady. Yes. The guy from that other movie. That, that you, you should be a guest. Ben doesn't know who, ben doesn't know who people kidding. are. I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> I know you're not. You know who Tom Likas is. <laughs> Only because he was on radio. Oh, okay. Ben hasn't made it to the moving pictures yet. Oh, my just, God. That's sort of a recent breakthrough. Oh. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to share something Please. based on what you guys were talking about a few weeks ago. You were talking, Ben, about your, your sleep insanity. <laughs> your, your, your walking my sleep disorder. Your sleep disorder. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So have you guys heard of a guy named Dion McGregor? I have not. Okay, so I say we bring that up on the YouTube and just, it's not to watch, it's to hear, but you can okay. you can see it. And uh, this is a guy, he uh, talked in his sleep like crazy, like really clear, lucid dreams, and his roommate was recording it and it was released as oh, an wow. album. So um, I haven't listened to it in a long time, but I thought this could be a fun thing huh. for us all to listen to and uh, and uh, enjoy. What's his first name? Uh, Dion, D-I-O-N, Dion. and McGregor. While Aaron's looking that up, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about when people hold microphones like this? I think that you look like Bob Barker, and yeah. they want to kick you in the nuts. <laughs> I think you look like a real pansy. Does it, why would anyone <laughs> do this? I, I, I think maybe it's TBN. I don't know where. I've seen a lot of people. Like, they feel like they're... Listener, it's only fingertips, right? <laughs> oh, like, man. there's no... Do it the Amy Grant way. I bet you what know exactly she, how she no, holds the microphone. No. You don't? She would hold it. She'd hold it like this. With her pinky out? Like, yes. a little bit British? Yes. When I when I was in my Christian rock band, I would hold it with my pinky underneath the, oh, the rest, legit, so it wouldn't fly out of my hand while I was screaming and running around. Man, I don't I know how I, I hold a mic anymore. <laughs> I don't think there's very much video. I wonder if when I do karaoke, if I stick my pinky out, I'm like you know, and I drink with my I, my pinky's always out. I wonder if I would hold a mic like that. It, it, you'd have to do fingertips. <laughs> There's certain, the certain songs that demand the pinky up, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Anyone anyone where you have to move it move the mic away from your face a lot? Like 
I would like it if you guys remember the next time you see my husband shaking salt onto food, if you'd pay attention to his pinky, because it's been <gasps> a point of contention in our marriage. Really? <laughs> you see it out pinky, salt shaker. Oh. He shakes like a faggot. It's <laughs> 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 and he watches Project Does he do Broadway. it just to bug you no. now? Or is it's, oh, it's an entrenched habit? Oh, entrenched. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to ask you about the, the movie. Like maybe well, all our families. Like, David's parents don't even know about this movie. Because they would be so... They don't know he's really? in this movie. Yeah. Like, they would be very upset. Yeah. It's like my, so, my dad asked me what I wanted for Christmas. And I wanted... Um, I needed a new mic and a mixer for the podcast. But mm. I said I wanted a purse because I didn't want oh. to know about my podcast. <laughs> He'd be like, why do you want a microphone? Why do you want a mixer? Would he listen to it and then that would ruin your... I don't want him to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I just swear too much and talk about dongs and just... Yeah, I don't go there with my parents. Early, very early on, my mom listened. Oh, and we posted the review on our, yeah, on our so website. <laughs> she said, and I believe this is the quote, for what it's worth, oh no, uh, I just listened to a few minutes of Grapes of Rad, and for what it's worth, I'm sorry I did. <gasps> oh, we post, but we posted it in our review section. <laughs> yeah. Aaron's mom. <laughs> yeah. See, that gives me anxiety just hearing about that. No, me too. It makes oh. my chest yeah. hurt. Yeah. What? It does. Yeah, I don't know. I have this, very sympathetic I'm, anxiety. I'm all but uh, absent. Like, I'm an absentee family like member. i don't think yeah. my i am too i don't think my parents know about my blog even i don't think they know any you know i podcast i i don't know my in-laws like i don't know if they know any of this stuff which is not talked about yeah i saw they, the um tim and, i went to the tim and eric premiere last week and um there's a scene where eric's getting his cock pierced <laughs> and his mother was in the audience and i was i was so uncomfortable like knowing that i mean i, was, I think i was uncomfortable the first time i saw it anyway and i saw it again and i'm like she's eric's seen mother. it before not recently i thought <laughs> Not Did you get to see it on the screen? Huh? It's not a real one, but yeah. You saw his wiener, though. It's a wiener. That's okay. supposed to be his wiener, but it's getting pierced. And oh. yeah. Oh, and also he's jerking He had off a stunt wiener? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> worse. He had a, a stand-in. Stop <laughs> it. Gross. This movie this also just came out. How does he feel about that? I don't does he know. talk about I, it? I couldn't even ask. Does Marilyn say anything? I don't know. This is the billion dollar movie. Movie. Yes. Yeah. That I got need to see half that. a star by Roger Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> which, which doesn't mean it's bad Good. because do you think Roger Ebert is going to understand Tim and Eric? No. No. So that's why he said he didn't laugh once, not. and I think that's. Uh, uh, um, he decided he was. He decided gonna he wasn't going to laugh. I mean, yeah, the, exactly. the, right at the beginning, Jeff Goldblum is in it, and he says, "Hi, I'm oh. Chef Goldblum." How can you not laugh at Chef Goldblum? <laughs> <laughs> we should say the name of this movie in, in case yeah, anyone. Tim and Eric's know. billion dollar movie. In case there's people out there like me who thought Project X was only a Matthew Broderick movie from the '80s. I just went to. Have Isn't you seen it? the the new party movie? See, see, no, come on, you guys. Thank you. You don't know. I, thank you. I did. That's all I knew it was. Todd Todd Phillips, the guy that produced The Hangover. You've seen the ads. It's the big. Um, it's the big party Confusing. movie. It's those kids throw a party and it gets Bad out of control they don't have and their neighborhoods anymore, on so fire. Out I don't of watch things I've, like that. Whatever, dude, it made like a zillion dollars. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it was it was uh-huh. uh huh. It was I'm so old that it was I great, didn't know there's didn't a know recent a movie one. that has the same exact name. As another movie. There's no reason to know that. There's too many terrible things around that you shouldn't be paying attention to. It wasn't that bad. It was was pretty good good things. But I would assume you would assume things are terrible. That's why you end up not finding things like that out. I don't do that. I don't do that at all. I'm pretty I'm pretty good at taking things at face value. And I and I I pride myself on trying not to be uh, influence before I go into something. Yeah. That's a good and bad thing. I pride myself on taking things at face value. 
Is we it, have the clip, dude. We have some audio. We need Dion to McGregor? hear it. About, uh, yes, Dion McGregor. Are you ready? Oh Almost forgot. Are you from out of town? Hmm? You are. You can almost always tell. Well, yes, there's always a line. It's quite a gathering in the square. Hmm. Well, we never pay any attention to what day it is. No, you can tell that by the wagon. Also by the crowd, you can tell. Well, I see there are a lot of animals in the line today, so it's... Yes. It's the fuck wagon today. Mm -hmm. Well, anything goes in the fuck wagon. That's right. Mm -hmm. You see that man there with that bear? Well... I know. Oh, I've never seen an ostrich before. I know what was that myth like. Mm. Yes, anything goes on the... Friday. It must be Friday, because Friday's the fuck wagon. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's Saturday's the suck wagon. Oh. Sunday is... That's supervised conception. Mm-hmm. Well, they know all the particulars. They know all the particulars. Are you familiar, Ben, with Mike Mike Berbiglia and his whole sleepwalking? Yeah. Okay. I explained a little bit how his was so much worse than mine. As a kid, I would just bonk my head on my pillow. Bonk. Like, bonk, bonk. That's what my family called it. Oh, he's bonking. (laughs) Like he's bonking, my brother would be like, "Stop bonking!" Like, like, Wake me up from what, across what the room. Like, ben! When you're talking, talking in your sleep was called bonking. No, 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 no. You wouldn't talk. I literally, I would, I was silent. I would just hit my head on my pillow like this oh. to fall to fall asleep. Like an autistic kid. Yeah, like yeah. a tick. Okay. Yeah, right, right. So later, so so later, then I learned about it, and then I just did a whole thing describing it. But his was like. Berbiglius was so much worse because he would get up and act his dreams out and it um, ended up having to sleep sleep inside of a sleeping bag with socks on his hands. Yeah, so he couldn't open things. I was staying at the La Quinta Inn in Walla Walla, Washington. Is that your Biggs impression? It's pretty good. It got weird. Do you guys have you ever done anything weird in your sleep? No, me no, neither. I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I feel I, lame. Yeah, I wanted I, no, to. I, I kind of wish I would. Me too. I feel really grateful. I'd like to have a nocturnal adventure. <laughs> me too. I feel like it'd be fun. Go out, see what's happening. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Maybe though. get some chores done. You just have yeah, to hear about much, it and be humiliated the next day. Don't be humiliated. I was asleep. I know. How much do you dream? How much? I do dream you a lot. Yeah? I dream a lot. Yeah. I don't dream if I've if I've had any alcohol. Mm. Like one, I could have one or two beers even, and I probably or I won't remember. Mm-hmm. But if I go to bed sober, I'll totally remember. My sister does never remember her dreams, and and I used to always talk about my dreams when we were kids. 
And then one day it was really sweet, but I think she wished she could dream, so she made up a dream. <laughs> but it was all about me and something nice happening to me. And I was like, that's so sweet. But I knew it wasn't real because it didn't work. It was just like a very fluid story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you had dreams, you know that they Too never Too solid go. a yeah, narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I told her. But it was really sweet because she was trying to she was trying to give me a story in her dream. <laughs> Do you remember when Greg was like talking that one time? Oh, I can't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I do. And no, I will not talk about it. I'll tell these guys. Cut that that off. (laughs) Should we talk about religious things? I don't see a moment. Yes, Yes, please. Um, I have a story that maybe leads into the one Steph has. This is from a couple weeks ago. This guy, Hamza Kashgari of Saudi Arabia, was away from home in Malaysia on the Prophet Muhammad's birthday. Peace be upon him. (laughs) He wrote a tweet. Do you you. you remember? (laughs) And also, (laughs) he wrote a tweet that day. That uh, stirred up a pretty good chunk of response uh, that I would like to read. Extremely offensive tweet coming up, everybody. So plug your kids' ears. Earmuffs. Very offensive tweet regarding the Prophet Muhammad. Brace yourselves. I'm have, drawing a picture of him while it's happening. I have loved things. This is his, this is a direct quote. I have loved things about you, and I have hated things about you. And there's a lot I don't understand about you. So I will not pray for you. Slow down, everyone! What did they do to him? So, no cartoons of Mohammed with the bomb, no jokes, not even a mention of the Prophet's name. People just figured that's who he was talking about. I don't know if you could, if you noticed from the quote that he wasn't mentioned, but it was his Mm. birthday, and he was in Malaysia. Uh, His tweet received over 30,000 responses, including several death threats. He was arrested by the Malaysians and, after being detained for a week, is now being deported back to Saudi Arabia. Human rights groups are protesting the deportation, of course, because if there is any place that will take this crime more seriously than Malaysia, it's Saudi Arabia, where he could potentially be executed if convicted of apostasy. For his part, he apologized deleted the tweet, and deleted the account. Not good enough. No, no. Grief. Wow. Wow. How could they even prove that (laughs) This is what I mean. This is exactly what I mean about priority. for you, dead guy. (laughs) I have ambiguous feelings about you, dead guy. (laughs) I will not be praying for you. Please don't cut my head off, nation of my birth. Like, wow. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem with religion. It's all based in fear and control. Yes. I think Which it's is a little what... bit of an over... It's too much. <laughs> There's too much emphasis on it. I don't, underst- I don't understand why people care so much about what you think is going to happen after you die or where... Like, you don't know. So who And they can't say they cares? don't know. That's the weird thing, though. You'd think if they were so sure, they would be more secure about it. Like, go exactly. ahead and make fun of us. You'll find out. That's, like, right. that's yeah, what I did exactly. when I was a kid. It's like, a lie. It's a lie to see. tell themselves that they're comfortable, that this is what they believe, but they don't really, which is why they freak out so hard. Is that it? Yeah, and you saying the truth, which is that we don't know, creates panic in them. Like, those scaffolding <laughs> that they've built, this is like a therapy thing. Like the, sure. the scaffolding that they have constructed to hold their worldview up starts to come down, and so then they don't have a secure enough sense of self to be to be okay with that. And so that's why, it, and then projection, another therapy term, takes place where they transfer their fear onto you, which always looks like anger. Yeah. When they're in the defense stage. I think you're right. Okay. I think, uh, I think it is... 
disproportionate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's proportionate it, to how afraid they are that they keep the fear that they keep under the surface, under their consciousness. So the so in most places, those kinds of retaliations might happen like in a neighborhood level, but most places don't have their government scaffolded yeah. in that way. Yeah. Right. And that's the interesting thing about like the Republican nominees right now right. <laughs> who are trying to like say eliminate women's ability to obtain birth control Dude. for religious reasons. You know what's Dude. hilarious about this is like they're acting like the guy doesn't have any part in that. And the getting pregnant of women right, type right, thing. Yeah. No one, I don't even, I haven't even heard anyone say that part yet. Maybe well, I because it's only them. been dudes talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> so interesting. Wait a minute. Men can have a, a role in birth control happening. Whoa. And, and Rush Limbaugh was like saying, well, she's a slut, right? right. She, like, well, wait, who's she having sex with? Why is he not a slut too? Dude, it's because uh, she's doing it with he's all been married guys four and she's times. with other guys only one. Yeah. Yeah. He's been married four <laughs> times and he has zero children. So either he's doing it super wrong or he does know how birth control works. Like yeah. shooting blanks. What's the difference? Well, when you're well, on Vicodin he, all day. Is he against the birth control though? Is he saying that, that everyone else shouldn't have to pay for it? But aside from that, he no, was still calling all, her a slut for of, wanting to. But have all that much of sex. that, all of that stuff, if you boil it down and you ask them, why do you think that? Why do you think that? Why do you think that? Uh, if they're honest with you, it will always come back to some sort of fundamental religious belief. Yeah. And, and it's so frustrating when someone will say, uh, well, it's in the Bible, but you know, nobody's <laughs> following every fucking thing in the no. Bible. It's like, you chose to hate gays, and you're going to say it's in the Bible, but you also choose to eat shellfish, which you're also not supposed right, to do. Right, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's... Your cotton poly sweater is sinful. Yes, it is. How <laughs> dare you? Mixed simple. fabrics. You're yeah. Even though it looks awesome. Right. <laughs> I, I, but that's that's when see that's the problem I have and I, you um you had you had a comment blow up on uh, on your Facebook page where you sort of talked about uh, religion being fearful and controlling. Yeah, and, I made the comment that religion was based in fear and control, and some dude who's getting his doctorate in philosophy yeah, or something who's yeah, very impressed with himself and using big words was yeah. like, well, by that logic, you're saying that if X and, B, and it devolved into something, I was like. Why are you defending this horrible link that I linked to about See, abuse and being right. rooted in control and religion being rooted? The difference between me and you is that you are you talk to these people. Well, that's <laughs> because that's what I think the opposite of religion is is relationship, and so that's why I engage them as much as I can safely. Because mm-hmm. I think I think in engaging, well, because before I knew Stephanie, I was. I don't want to say an angry atheist, but I was always up for fighting with people about yeah, yeah. shit and just like just right. pointing how wrong it was. And then and then, you know, through our relationship, I, you know, I just learned that it wasn't as pigeonholed and, mm-hmm. and, and, and as narrow as I had, had thought Christianity was. So so that kind of helped. And it's just mellowed me out. And I'm more interested in talking with people about stuff and just yeah. getting through the fluff and just finding out what people, you know, are really about as people, not, you know, take the fucking religious bullshit out of it. And yeah. Would you so, like to say the sinner's prayer? This, what's the sinner's prayer? Oh. Oh, it's so can I, can I It's the thing that, yeah, you want to no. do right now? Okay. I don't know it, but what is I'm going to lead Simone so in the prayer, man. Please. Would you like to, I mean, I have to pee, it's so been a minute. It's okay, Ben's perfect. Oh, Simone. It's what you do, it's what you do to officially go to heaven. You have to, you have According to, to say with Christian your mouth. Christian culture, evangelical okay. Christian culture. Uh, you have to say with your mouth that you, uh, 
that will turn your life over to Jesus uh-huh. and that he will come into your heart and live there and and then you'll get to go to heaven. I think Chuck okay. Colson wrote but, it. But I don't want to go. I think it's really boring. It, it is boring. boring. It can't be any It's good. like the worst. I, I, who wants to talk? I mean, I'm like having fun talking to you guys today, but I don't want to talk to you forever. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> Naps and breaks. Exactly. It's like that's that's what makes life interesting is is goals. We have goals like oh, before I die, I want to do this, and before the end of the week, I want to do that. Where are your goals if you have forever? You know. Exactly. Yeah. And and where what are you doing on Earth when your whole focus is afterward? Yes. Like you have it's like, these this people. Is shit. It devalues life. It does right. devalue these life. Pro life. These pro life people are. They don't. They don't care about no. what's happening now because you it's just it's temporary. And we'll be, yeah, and we'll, we're just we're just we're just here, and we're gonna survive until we get to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, that's a very popular yeah. belief. I, that's the Christian culture viewpoint of it. Yeah, that's how I was raised. I know. That's how I was raised. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a, a, a song uh, that Greg did in his band Zip Code Rapists uh, yes. called Happy Like Larry. Yeah. And it's about a guy who's just, uh, I think he, the guy kills himself so he can be in heaven sooner. Like that's the awesome. the, the moral of the song. <laughs> uh, was it about a real it's person great. named Larry? I think or? it's just a creepy song. Okay. I'm not sure of all the details, <laughs> but yeah, Happy Like Larry. I wish, I think the, the singer's saying, I wish I was happy like Larry. He died and he got to, got to see God. Oh man. Yeah. Good for Larry. Sick shit. Yep. Good for Larry. <laughs> Good for Larry. <laughs> Uh, I just I just peed. So is Simone saved now? Or <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't actually I, I do. Just, we well, I decided she I didn't want to. Because I, 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 I think heaven's too boring. She gets I don't want to go. I, I really I, I don't want to go to. Heaven. She's uh, her heart is hard. Let me know yeah. how that works out for you. <laughs> I will. But we'll pray, Simone. You know what we didn't do, Ben. This is what we didn't do. We didn't pray beforehand that her heart would be open and fertile to take. The seeds to plant oh, the seeds so of the spirit. That's I want to talk do. about open hearts. Can I say something really quick <laughs> about one time after I had left visiting Greg and Simone? I get an email from Simone. She goes, "Greg told me that he found this note that you'd left behind that had your had the salvation plan that you had written for her." No. And you, she get, and he was making this all up. He's like, "Yeah, it was on Stephanie's handwriting, and it was like a ten year trajectory where, where the first oh, you know three awesome. or four years she'd be like you know try to earn Simone's trust and." <laughs> That that's I'm trying to I'm trying to seal the deal here. She's clearly more open to the idea now than when you first met. See, so exactly. I, I think we're, and 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 we're also good cop, bad cop. Yeah. This right? is the ambush her with reinforcement stage. I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak her out and make you seem like even more trustworthy by comparison. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's working. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> what does that mean? How dare you? Those guys were the bad kind of Christians, mm-hmm. not like not me. like me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's right. Um, with the openness of heart, that yes. that thread that that we were just talking about ended up in that place because that guy Bobby said something along the lines of uh, "secular people won't be able to." find this type of you know relationship mm-hmm. and i was like that's, right. that's oh right i thought that was yeah. kind of rude because yeah, yeah. he was just essentially I, saying that I the rest so of us too. have no chance and i kind of and i didn't fight with him i just sort of gave the explanation and he invented ended up responding with something along the lines of you know if you open yourself up to to jesus you know he'll let you in and you know and saying it was unimaginative not to not to open yourself up to that. And I, you know, and I don't want to close my mind off to anything and I still don't right. believe, but you know, I don't want to be like, Oh yeah, no, 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 right. no. So, mm-hmm. so I get the thing about being non about wanting to be imaginative and open. Mm-hmm. But the thing is the people that say that his mind isn't open to no, Hinduism. Nothing. Yeah, right. His mind exactly. isn't open to, <laughs> you know, his mind isn't open to a million other things. So yeah. as Ricky Gervais said, I only believe in one less God than you. Right. <laughs> right. So, so, 
Right. So I, I, I pointed that out. I was like, well, I totally agree. You need to be open and imaginative, but you need to open yourself up to all these other possibilities as much yes. as you think I need yes. to open up to, yeah, to, absolutely. to Jesus. So, um, yeah. yeah, I thought that was a lot of people don't consider that. How, how stuck they are in their thing while they're telling everyone else to open up. So That's exactly right. Yeah. And it was a really beautiful, if extremely long thread that, you know, like people from different points, you know, Simone and Bobby and a few other people were jumping in from all. And it was great because there was no fighting. No. And there was, once we got rid of that, that philosophical asshole <laughs> who, who emailed it, someone that I know and said he had been sobbing all day and Stephanie was very upset with me. <laughs> Bless his heart. We'll see if he ever comes around. But um, it just was really cathartic, I thought. Yeah. It was really nice that we could talk about something so charged that we've never had any kind of peace surrounding difference of opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I got something out of it, just reminding me to be imaginative and open because it's so easy for any any position to get just sort of stuck in it and yes. rigid. And yes. You can still keep it as long as you keep considering. And yeah. that's how science works. It's yes. taking in new information. So yes. it's, a, it's a very scientific Checking approach. your ideas against yeah. what's the, Yes, exactly. very much so. So it was a good reminder, but I had to point out. And then you had to, to remind him of it. And he benefited too, you know. Yeah. I think uh, so we've heard... I don't know. We've had a chunk of people say that they found your Facebook page or your website, StuffChristianCultureLikes.com, um, really helpful in figuring out their own place with their family or whatever, like maybe from shows that you've done with us or just from like we've talked about it and they've gone to the, you know, they've gone through the link or whatever. And so I want to put that out there again. Like if you're in this place where you're, I don't know what, questioning what you believe or you grew up in a Christian home and now you're not a Christian or anything that might be sort of like that, that this website uh, has been really helpful for a lot of people. And I think it's worth checking out if you haven't been there before. So. You're having some Definitely. sort of spiritual or philosophical transition yes. going on. Stuff it's, Christian culture. Like it's a safe place to mm. talk about that stuff. Oh, can I just jump in here and say think. this? Uh, we had a caller for Dongtini. Sorry. Three, two, three, three, zero, one. Dong is the dong line. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Right, because we're getting one for two. You guys are going to push push yes, the show on this is going to be our site. show as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we had listener like two Hunter one, left us a message, and he wanted some help. He's fifteen, and he's not sure he wants to be a Christian anymore. And we're going to address that in the next episode. It's just that yes. I came to Seattle. We had to record this show, Hunter. So if you're listening, yes. we appreciate your call, and we will get to it uh, on the next episode. We yes. may split this episode in two. So it was a really touching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really, so really care and uh, want to get to that. So it's thank just you. Very Hunter. sincere, and you know, we can all relate to it. Like yeah. having these religious figures parents yeah. and in your life and you're like i'm i'm scared to death to tell you what i really think yeah that's the worst yep we're here for you hunter yes i'm still <laughs> having this weird experience where the people that i expected to be freaked out by me yes. and my stuff have no resistance hmm. like hmm. i just go and they're not even there like i i go i'd start talking about stuff with people who should be offended or whatever and it's like do you feel like they're hearing you happens. or are they shut down or i don't know okay i don't know it, it, it makes I, you realize how much you kind of project onto people and you paint them a certain way and i, I think wrong my experience with this has been I feel like they are thinking all the same stuff, but aren't saying it. Yeah, that's what that's I that's what I get from those types of interactions. So I I think, and this is something I would say to anyone who's in in the sort of situation we're talking about, like you're so. Whenever we talk about this stuff, we will always get feedback from people who say, "I thought I was the only one. I've never you, you're saying the things that I've been thinking that no one else has been saying. It's because nobody's saying it. It's not because yep. nobody's thinking it. Right. Everybody's thinking it. Right. 
Well, that's so, what Peter Rollins said. Don't I don't be know afraid. if you've heard me talk about Peter Rollins on Don Teeny, but mm-hmm. he's this Irish philosopher guy who mm-hmm. goes to churches and he was like a charismatic Christian and I, he's moved away from that and he's he's like friends with Rob Bell. Like you know that. Bell. I got the communication. I almost did that. Oh, I almost said communication. Sorry. 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 Nice. But he says that if he, like he has people come up to him and say, I've never, I've been, I, I'm on staff with the church and I have these doubts and I'm afraid to even voice them um, because I'm, I could lose my job. Like that's a, he's like, that's well, a horrible is, place to be. And that's so yeah. utterly insincere. Yeah. And so we're trying to but facilitate how many people, people to talk about it. Yes. And how many people, how many people stick with that? Not just because of everybody's right. in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you, you might not lose your job, but you might lose your family. You're going to lose your friends. Exactly. You're not, your social circle is going to get all broken up because some people aren't going to be hand, aren't going to be able to handle it. Like it's not, it's not a light decision to make, but you owe it to yourself to be honest with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And to like just keep up appearances so that you get to hang out with people who don't, who aren't, wouldn't want to hang out with you honestly mm-hmm. anyway. Like, I just don't see the point there. Like, yeah. sure, it's super scary and sure it's it going to like rattle things up for a little bit. Well, it's but hard for people to even be honest with better. themselves before they even, that's where before they even stop being honest with the people around them. Yeah, absolutely. That's the weird, that's the weird thing about you guys. And like. And this is the thing that I don't understand. And I don't mean I don't understand like you're wrong. I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand how you have the energy or compassion or empathy to bridge these two groups. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yep. I, I just too. look at that and go, oh, my God. Like, how or why? Like, yeah. and I don't. It's admirable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't comprehend. <laughs> right. And I don't mean that in mm-hmm. a that's not supposed to be a negative no, thing I, at no, all. That's like. Negative kind it's of shocking like, I mean, cuz nobody does it kind like of shocking no i totally like, feel that or way or people do it for a little bit and then they go you know what i'm just going to hang out over here like i uh... but i think they've had a lot of success and i think that probably keeps it going you yeah think? the the being able to so. get to have honest com- conversations with people is what it, it really is where connection comes into play for me and that's like what gives me a lot of energy so i think that that i'm rewarded oftenly enough Often enough uh-huh. that I can. Dontacular vernacular. I'm rewarded oftenly enough. I have a dontacular vernacular, but I can wait till you're done. Okay. Oh, no, I'm, my point has kind of been made. <laughs> well, I guess the, probably the difference is that I think there's nothing there really See, I happening. I think that there's so and you think much that there's something that's underneath. There. Right. This because think of okay, look at the two of you. You guys were in the evangelical world booking flights over to Asia <laughs> to do disciple training stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was under that? All this gorgeous humanity that was suppressed under the molten crust of of religion. And you know what I'm right. <laughs> making any sense? Like what you guys do now with Grapes of Rad was always there, but that would never have come out. When you were in the world you were in. That's it. I, so that I get, but yeah. like, you're talking about potential, thing. potential in done. people that maybe is covered with other stuff. I'm talking about God. Like mm-hmm. you're approaching these people and relationships and questions and all this stuff with this, I think, belief underneath mm-hmm. that there is something there. Like there's some God, something there. Yeah, there's something that's worth to me. That makes this work worth doing Hmm. and i'm like i don't have that thing past that i can't see so i'm like 
I don't know, man. I like, I guess if you don't figure it out, you're just going to kind of be miserable. Like, <laughs> right. And I don't have yeah. that extra level of caring based on that. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, admirable. And when I hear some of these conversations and I see, or I see them happening online, I'm just like, I just feel like, I don't know how you could care about these people so much or have mm-hmm. so much time and energy to put into like, like, I just, mm-hmm. like, I just read that. Th- I didn't even finish it. Mm-hmm. The thread you're talking about, like, it was great. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. like, I, <laughs> shut I can't finish this. Yeah. I don't care. I definitely have those responses. And uh-huh. I definitely got really angry at this guy because I felt that he was being absolutely the opposite of what is he was. He was just, yeah, he was just being a dick. So that, and that gave me energy to keep on and go, is something good going to come of this? That's what I mean. Okay. So seeing that potential good thing, yeah. I'm like. That's I can't write people I don't off. See. You know, I've had a therapist <laughs> say to I'm me before, about. she's like, oh you have God. a hard time writing people off, don't you? And I'm like, yes. Like, I yes. have a hard time writing people on. <laughs> me too. Me too. Like, I'm basically like, fuck everybody. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't hate everybody, but I mean, you got to give me a reason to care. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got guys yeah. selling shit to me that's broken. Like, I got things oh. I gotta, don't care. You know what I mean? You're confirming, by the way. Craigslist guy that I'm right about people. (laughs) And for the record, I hope he does get annually raped with a drill saw. (laughs) Yeah, that would be awesome. TP, huh? Write that down. I'm going to TP his house for probably an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. On that note. (laughs) Ben, did you say you had a dongtacula vernacular? Oh, yeah. Um, Guy in my research group. Should I explain the segment? In the site, yes, please do. Sorry, Dongtacula Vernacular and Dongtini. We have a segment called Dongtacula Vernacular, (laughs) and we introduce new words that we've invented. um, But we will also discuss words uh, sometimes. But yeah, mostly it's inventing new words that uh, we like to share and part of the vernacular. It's so much better on our show. It's just called vocab. (laughs) I know, which is an ironic. Like uncreative way to describe making up words, you know. Like, yeah. what's that thing called where you guys talk about made up words? Vocab, <laughs> vocabulary. It's called exactly, literally what it is. <laughs> anyway, this guy in my research group from said psych class with farting chair. Yes, he's 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 uh, he's got a gluten sensitivity, and this is like. It seems like these things go in, like they're fads almost. Like a, like five years ago, it was like everybody was lactose intolerant, and now everybody's gluten intolerant. Yeah, right. Like again, like I don't care, whatever. So he introduced me to the word glutarded. Oh, yes. He's like, husband is glutarded. Somebody yeah. asked if he wanted nice. a brownie, and he was like, I'm glutarded. And they were like, and he goes, I can't. I have the thing. I'll get. He gets migraines and weird, oh, just crazy heart. stuff oh. happens. But. Uh, Glutated, I love that. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it so Good job, Pars. Use it. Love it. Can love we talk it. about the word retarded? Yeah. Yeah. And offense. And <laughs> yeah. offense. We, do, we sort of are, too. Yeah. Let's throw them out of there. Retarded faggot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, let's throw them under that retarded bus. <laughs> And what small teams on Asians does some of the offensive things we've discussed today. I know, because I feel like, well, I'm sure we all feel like we have to edit ourselves even when we're doing these podcasts where Mm -hmm. no one's censoring us. Like, we can say whatever we want, and yet we're afraid of any kind of backlash for how we really Well, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. That's true. And the thing with offense is, two people could tell me the same racist joke, and if one person is... I know they have a racist bone in right, their body, right. but it's well, based on racial stereotypes and it's funny. Yeah. I'm not the slightest bit offended. And then somebody else 
tells yeah. me that joke and I know that they mean it yeah. and they hate those people. That's the difference. Then I then I'm offended because I know that you're trying to really take this person down with your Ricky Gervais uh, had a, a bit where he summed that up really well. I thought on, on one of his on one of his stand up specials. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, my paraphrasing isn't going to do it justice, but basically, like it's humor is a humor is what we use to sort of disarm things and mm-hmm. sort of see where you're at with people. And you mm-hmm. laughed at that. Oh, okay, we laughed at that. So we're kind of we're friends yeah. here. We're on the same same page. He's like, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell a pedophile joke to a known child molester yeah like oh mate you're gonna love this more than anyone yeah like you're not gonna do that yeah that's not that's not what it's about uh i agree i agree but i also think it gets tricky because you start having to deal with people's feelings Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and damn people i know right why does it (laughs) fucking feelings really get in the way of everything even my own life (laughs) but but you I, i when someone when someone is offended by something they that's their reaction to something that has happened yes whether that is offense people can be offended by things that aren't offensive so it's not it's It's not the guy's tweet right yeah Yeah. exactly yeah Mm -hmm. that's not an offensive thing but people took offense to it so Mm -hmm. i have a i have a really hard time with people saying you can't do that that's offensive you can't do that you can't do that like it's it's not you're it's offensive to you yes it's but very don't judge my thing based on what you think I mean by it or anything like that. Like, also, that's people not... that personally get offended by, you know, a joke about, you know, cancer or something or retardation because right. I have right. a reta- retarded kid. It's like if you went through everything that somebody has, you, there would be no mm-hmm. comedy left. Right. You know? right. But, but, yeah. my, and people need to get over themselves and be like, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, I've had jokes made about things that have happened to people in my family. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and maybe I won't laugh because I'm feeling a little sensitive about it. But I don't think that that joke is wrong. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really my, in the mood for that right now but yeah maybe you guys later. enjoy it maybe it could <laughs> right. be helpful too like yeah i like my my wife's boss is a kind of a pentecostal evangelical whatever and she started asking me about this show <laughs> like what's your show about and i'm like all right like it's about a lot of stuff and like sometimes it's pretty offensive because i just want her i don't want her to like jump on in and be like right. oh my god <laughs> and fire my wife you know like or whatever right and uh, she's like, so she was trying to let me know that she was okay with it. And she's like, they have an autistic kid. Mm. And she goes, we joke about him all the time. It's <gasps> really? how we deal oh, with that. it. Yeah. She's like, it's really hard to have a 13-year-old boy who's like, loves poop. You yeah. know, like, it's so the only way. Right. She's like, the only way my husband and I can get through the day when he's like banging on the door for an hour is just a joke about him. Like... That's exactly yep. what I'm yeah. talking yep. about. Yeah. yeah. And yep. the parents or the teacher who or whoever who's working with those people who hasn't gotten there yet is like missing out on a yeah. lot. I think they're yeah. carrying or hiding or doing something with that. Yeah. They feel it and they don't know what to do. So it's like, that's not happening. You're that's not, not supposed funny. to do that's this. Not a this thing. is not what you're that's, right. Right. Well, it ties like, in with some of the religious stuff too. People not yeah. wanting to break down the facts of yeah. that, that are, confront those things because it's too scary and let's just pretend it's yeah. not as bad as it really is. Or yeah, that yeah. there are there Fear are truths somehow. in some stereotypes. Yes. Of course. And or then else there are be funny. Funny. Yes. in some stereotypes. There are also things that are not true. Right. And we will, we would like to say no. There are no truths, or there are no. There's no humor. There, and it's just like this real black and white thing, just weird. Like, yeah. I. It's not right. It quit doesn't... telling me what's the reason I know it's funny is because I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how you know. My friend asked me. My friend mm-hmm. um, who was also kind of 
experimenting with leaving Christianity was like, I feel so bad when I laugh at these things. And I'm like, yes. How, you know how it. you know if it's funny? It's like you're laughing, you're laughing at it. Like, <laughs> right. just, That's how much Christian culture has ha- taught people to dissociate. Because I remember feeling so yeah. guilty for laughing at you know, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> I cannot subscribe to this if it totally. takes itself that seriously. That I felt bad when I laughed at the love guru. Oh well, that's a, whole, that's a totally different thing. I'm going to totally judge you about yeah, that. But, you should. But I, I laughed four times. We were watching on a plane, and 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 and, 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 and I was ten minutes behind Greg, and I would go, <laughs> would look at me, scowl. You've got to keep your anger up. Yes, your hatred intact. I've decided to own it. I'm not going to like we're talking about with that uh, Ebert saying he didn't laugh once at Tim and Eric. I'm not. If something's funny, I'm just going to fucking laugh. You know. Yes. I, I really I'm appreciate that. I'm not supposed that. to like the the Love Guru. The Love Guru was a terrible, terrible yes, movie. Yes. But there were a few gags in it. Yes. And I Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> Sue me. That's, so, what so, about, that's so wonderful. What about straight up Black Eyed Peas pop music? Oh. What about Here that? Here we go. Now what we're going to challenge there, you. Are there any good things in I've there? I've never heard or anything from garbage? this that I have. I have you like, shut up. Shut up. Because, because a few years ago I was like, wait a minute. Straight up mainstream pop music is catchy and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's not good, right? But it's just like yeah. candy. It makes me move. Right. And sometimes yeah. I listen to it, and it makes me feel happy. Right. I suffer from pretty intense anxiety and depression, and I am put in a good mood by some songs sometimes that are on one of seven. They're catchy, and I will move. But I don't like it, and I don't think it's good. But I mean, to- I hate Britney Spears, but I love Toxic. It's a great song. <laughs> Right. If, if I do like something, I will admit it. And I know I'm getting I, there. Yeah. So, I'm getting to where I can. So I just, but generally, I think I really just think that stuff is bad and I really don't like it. And, and I'm trying to be honest with myself. I, uh, <laughs> working with. I, Working uh, on the internet as long as I did, people love to sort of tribe off and make little uh, groups and like, no, we only like this thing, or no, we only like this thing. They'll uh, a lot of people will see. A lot of people do this. You'll, maybe you'll see a movie based on who directed it. Um, the problem is when you go into it and go, I'm gonna love this because yeah. this person did it. Yes. You, slow down. You're not yeah. sure. And it happens the other way too. No, Mike, Michael Bay made it. I'm not gonna see that. That's right, gonna be right, crap. Right. Like you. You, you, you haven't seen it. No, you but at the same know. time, there's so much stuff around. You need some filters. Right. Why waste your there's time much to... looking at something you probably won't like? That's like? There's plenty of stuff I will like that I haven't got to yet. So like, that's why example, I agree. fuck that stuff. When Gaz Coombs just released, or his solo album is about to release a solo album, we're pretty scared because we love Gaz from Supergrass. Supergrass. Yes. Right. And so we are like, Smoke, we, can can't, we can't. Yeah. Gaz can from say? Supergrass. Supergrass. <laughs> That's my favorite. I love what Gaz from Supergrass. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't. We know we can't go into it saying we're going to love it. Like we have to feel the fear of what if we don't. Then, then our little scaffolding yeah. of our Supergrass identity is yes, going to come. The bubble will burst. And then all the good memories we've had of them are going to be tainted slightly. <laughs> what are we going to do with that? I feel like we've been going this long. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, you you do you do a pretty good accent, I have to do say. I? Yeah, yeah, it's Australian, yeah. right? I reckon. No, no, he's Australian as shit else. However, <laughs> I can't tell. I would like to complain, oh. now but that's, I'm that's, sweeping that's, chimneys. That's Michael Caine again. <laughs> that's offensive. As Michael Caine. I'm Australian, Aaron. I can only I can only uh, I can only do it in that like hello. Do right. kiwi kind of voice? Kiwi's very close, but the e- the e's honky. are different. Yes, the yeah. accent. It's all very t- tighter, a little more nasal. It's the veils. The veils. The veils. And I don't know why they have Australians to go that high more of a drag. Voice. The high pitch. 
Well, yeah, yeah, me. high pitched. So, but why the men always go high pitched? The men do. It's really, really it's disarming because they're huge. It's really unattractive. Dude, man. I can't Dude, imagine man. getting attracted yes. to a, a Kiwi man because because their voice because the voice is all high pitched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just love those Maori guys. That haka. I mean, yeah. Whenever they do that, I'm like, ah, whatever, whatever you're doing next, I'm probably gonna like it. <laughs> let me um, let me share something hopeful with you. Yeah. To wrap up with. We talk about a lot of difficult things on here. I was telling some people in my art class about this. My dad, uh, pretty much a dick when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. quiet, angry, kind of mean, super uptight about stuff, like super religious, super whatever. He he has changed so much since about, I think when I was about 16, he started, like, something started happening. It's his birthday. He's coming up here. We're going to go to the Happy Seattle birthday. Art Museum and go see the Gauguin exhibit. Yeah. Just me and him. Oh, he really? takes care of flowers and plants in his yard. He enjoys going out Wait, and, what? like, caring for plants in what? his yard. When I was a kid, I was raised to think that people who even had yards were, like, doing something wrong. Like, they were, like that was some kind of, like, bullshit, yuppie, like, materialistic, whatever. Like, he had... He, <laughs> He has softened and changed and like he's become so much more who he really was without all those layers of like have to and should and all that stuff. He's like so great. He loves my kids so much. He cares about me and my family. Like it's awesome. And so I I, maybe that's making you feel bummed because that's not what you're doing. There's this like everybody thinks that once you you once you're past 20, once you're past 30, like you're done. But that's not what it's like. And I just wanted to say, like, people can change. You can change. If there's stuff about you that you don't totally. like, quit doing it. Maybe. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to like plants and art. <laughs> if, even if you're from Shelton and you're like a strong ass carpenter. Um, that's my hope for humanity. No, it's true. It's not, it's not Jesus anymore. Now it's totally. It's people. Totally. Yeah, he told me he was going to vote for Obama, too. <gasps> what? My next thing is uh, gay rights. But I don't know. Get him on that. He's going to fight that one <laughs> pretty steps. hard. I hope Baby he's not steps, listening. That's right. <laughs> Baby steps to the elevator. Baby steps to the bus. Baby steps to gay rights. <laughs> we'll get there. My family, I don't even know. My mom, my mom, very, um, oh, I can't, I, she's pretty cold. She's I, A lot of my sort of personality uptight kind of things come from my mom and uh very very perfectionist very sort of and um she was really religious too and the gay thing not at all like not at all not at all and it was weird because i was involved in theater so much as a as a kid and a teenager and so like there were all these gay dudes all over the place and my mom and my mom knew them but I, i don't know what happened and then she met this guy named dion who was australian he was in the Ten Tenors. How's your this, gay uh, singing accent. group? <laughs> Fabulous. I was kidding. Shit. Fabulous. Fabulous. Gay. Yeah. Hot eye. Gay. 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 But anyway, it's amazing. Like, For you, Mr. there aren't Hamburger. too many. 
there aren't too many cracks in my mom's armor, but that's definitely that's that's been one of them. Like you 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 go out and you meet people, and this is kind of like what what you were saying earlier uh, about making connections and being honest, and that's where you get this sort of um, that's where like life happens. You know, yes. you make these connections with with people, and you and you grow, and and that's like that's so cool to hear about your dad, and like even yeah. even people like my mom who aren't so far down that line but still like she loved like she loves dion and he's he's been over the house a couple times he's friends with my sister and uh it's totally changed her position on a lot of that stuff so don't close off yep stay open-minded don't give so much weight who who gives a shit what that guy who he fucks who cares? Those people are thinking why does about that fucking more than anybody. <laughs> but why? But why? why the homophobes are just thinking there is a cock going into yes. an ass. There's a cock yes. going into an ass. All I'm thinking about that. That's why I'm so upset by it. Slow I'm down. not particularly fond of the idea either, but I'm not thinking about it all the time. But I have. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? S- sexual orientation, uh, uh, religion, shoe size, eye color height who like who cares why why is one of those things so much more important than the other i don't get it it's not it's not i agree simone steph 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 disagrees (laughs) not really no i don't know i think we should probably wrap it up guys i've been having a good time but we don't want to drive people crazy with our super too long show Mm Listener, you've been great. I wanted to say thank you to a few people who left reviews on iTunes. Holly. Kyle Jones, Heather Cornwell, and Curtis Hammond. Good you job. You guys are totally helping us. Shout out. If you could click subscribe on our iTunes page, that will help keep us on the chart. It will keep these grapes rolling. I'm so glad you guys charted. <laughs> we charted every day. <laughs> During the test. Consistent charters. I also want to thank you ladies. after this Taco thank Bell. You. <laughs> for coming in, even though you brought Doritos. <laughs> well done. Well, Ben, I would like to thank you guys because, uh, you know, it's thanks to the Grapes of Red podcast that I realize any idiot can do this. It's such a well put together podcast, editing so great, and that gave me a level that I aspire to when I do my editing. So awesome. I think otherwise I think I would have just like recorded it and I wouldn't have been it's not as wouldn't be as good as it is without your guys' influence. So thank you Aww. very much. That's very sweet. Thank you. Sure. Yes, thank you for being so sweet to us. Yes. Um thank you for coming on and I'm so glad you're in town and we Yay. get to do this in person. It's I always know. a treat to see it's you, Simone. Thank you. Treat to see you guys. That was show number one sixty nine and that was the grapes of Rad. <laughs>
this is Steffi, and when I started listening to your podcast, I got a total boner. Help.